Do you, no, do the thought, that's the thought. Does the thought, does the thought of selling something makes you itchy, makes you cringe. You don't feel comfortable with selling. Well, in this episode, we are going to make you feel more comfortable with selling and you're going to learn a lot about certain things that you'll... Well, I can come up with... I'll pick up where he said, well, in this episode. Okay. Well, well or no, I can pick oh, up okay. there. Well, you're in the right place because after this episode, you're going to know how to make anybody buy anything from you. Hot Sound School presents Content Heavy. The podcast that helps online business owners make better content and more money. Let's Hefe up. Hey, welcome to another episode of Content Hefe. This podcast is brought to you by the Pod Sound School. I'm Studio Steve. And I'm Veronica. We're going to get right to it. In this episode, we're going to share with you the six psychological tricks that you can use to make anybody buy anything from you. Mm -hmm. And these are tried and proven strategies that work all of the time. The best salespeople use them. So it's going to be very helpful for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we tried those as well. We sell things online. We sell courses. We sell different things online. And we have used, I would say, like every single one of this. Yes. Uh, with very, very good results. Mm -hmm. And they may be a little, oh, no, no. Uh, they may make you cringe a little, make you feel like, uh, no, we don't do this anymore. This is like car salesman uh, type of infomercial in <laughs> infomercial the 90s. and uh, yeah, type of thing. Uh -huh. But I, um, I'm going to urge you to stay because this is going to be a really, really uh, good episode. And you're going to walk out of this uh, here with a lot of good information that you can apply. Sales are very important in your business, whether you uh, have an online business or any other type of business, uh, you know that that's the core of you getting that cash and for you to grow and grow your team mm -hmm. and, and do all, all sorts of things. So yeah, this whether is, it's digital products that you're selling or actual physical products or even just trying to enroll more clients into services mm -hmm. that you offer. You've got to make more sales and you have to stand out online. Mm -hmm. And so now there are certain people that are natural uh, uh, selling that they can sell you anything. Mm -hmm. uh, however, that is not a skill or something or or there are differences in their DNA <laughs> that they're <laughs> born with. No, this is a skill that can be learned. And if we learned it, you can learn it too. Yes. Because if somebody felt uncomfortable with selling, that was me. Mm -hmm. And now I can do it. Yeah. And it's it's actually very fun. It could be a creative process and it doesn't have to be something that you can be very, in, you can have a lot of integrity and be mm -hmm. completely open and honest and yourself. And actually in today's world where transparency is trending and mm -hmm. it's actually the way that people prefer to do business, I think, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's it, it doesn't have to be this old like car salesman kind of thing. Yeah, no. And there's nothing wrong with you wanting to sell something that you have created, something that you know that is going to make an impact in people's lives, mm -hmm. something that is going to improve people's lives. There's nothing wrong with you selling and getting compensation, compensation, compensation from it. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. I, I, I sweated that one. Uh -huh. I'm sweating again. Okay. Should we uh, talk about the first one? Yes. The first one is reciprocity. And I feel like um, if you are a content creator, if you run an online business, you may be doing this already and is giving something to someone 
that makes them feel obligated to return the favor. Yeah. And I have a little bit of like obligated, like, you know, when you give something, sometimes you don't expect things. Well, in you return. have to give it without expecting it, but there is, they actually will call it the law of reciprocity. The law of reciprocity. Because it's a real thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a real thing. When somebody gives you something, you feel that you have to reciprocate. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, we see that online in the sense of, uh, for example, our free content yeah. that, that we regularly post on our different channels mm-hmm. or maybe some kind of download, a freebie, uh, your newsletter. Yeah. So something that something they that you, are receiving and that is of value. That is of a lot of value. Mm-hmm. And if they perceive a lot of value in something that you give them for free, just imagine what the perceived value uh, they will now have for what's behind your paywall. Mm-hmm. They're going to, you know, if you really over deliver and you really give them a lot of value in your downloadable ebook or in your free video course that you send over the course of six emails or something like that, they're going to mm-hmm. be like, wow, what what's inside these people's mm-hmm. course? Or uh, wow, those digital products must be amazing or the actual physical product must be the really actual good. physical mm-hmm. product. And also, uh, if I have to decide between somebody that I have downloaded their freebie or I have been consuming their content with somebody who I have not. I will go with the person who I feel that has provided me with more value. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's a cool that's a cool first one. So reciprocity. Reciprocity, which is basically give something away for value. free, provide mm-hmm. value and go out of your way to help people even if they're not paying mm-hmm. you. So see, you're already doing it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay, number 2. Scarcity. Scarcity. So when something is scarce, people perceive it as more value. Scarcity Mm -hmm. is like, you know, what the market and everything is all Mm -hmm. about. Um, So you want to create a sense of urgency by offering limited time promotions or discounts. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, a discount code that is going to be valid for the next 24 hours Mm -hmm. to encourage quick purchases before the offer expires. Mm -hmm. So there's different ways that you can model your offer, what it is that you're offering to create scarcity. And Mm -hmm. everybody does this. If you look at Amazon is, I think, the most classic Mm -hmm. example. How come everything you purchase on Amazon says that there's only two left in stock? I don't know. So that's the that's the dilemma that I've sometimes run into is people tend to abuse this. The scarcity scarcity thing. thing. (laughs) Yeah. Like if you are going to be using this and I think we we have talked about it because you can incorporate it in your marketing if you are trying to sell your coaching program or your or your online courses or different things that um, then people tell you or they want to convince you to buy because they're not going to be offering that particular program anytime soon or this mm-hmm. year is and and then you see it like uh, you know a month later a month later they're relaunching the same thing yeah so if you're going to use this tactic just use it with integrity that's interesting that though because there are entire companies that are built to create a sense of scarcity even when it's not there mm-hmm. we've experimented with it ourselves with the company deadline funnel and deadline funnel allows you to create deadlines and this is something you could do for the scarcity thing too mm-hmm. uh, kajabi is another platform that we use that allows you to set build events and then put a countdown timer for the event. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deadline Funnel also allows you to put a cap on how many things you'll sell. That's another thing that in our development with scarcity, because we kind of feel a little slimy about the whole Deadline Funnel thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's why we're steering away from it. Mm-hmm. Because and and just to elaborate on what it is, it's um basically 
it attaches a deadline to a person when they first view a webinar mm-hmm. or some type of something triggers the deadline. So in our case, they sign up for an online webinar. When they hit that webinar, they're assigned a deadline. And then we tell them in the webinar, you have six days to make this purchase to give this discount. So it we're just giving them a six-day discount from watching the webinar. So it's not really ethically wrong. Mm-hmm. And we're not saying like this is only available for for the month of March or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. It's actually they do have a specific deadline. And then after six days, if they don't make the purchase, they're redirected to a different landing page or sales page. And Deadline Funnel does all that for you, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are, you know, rant and rave about different things. Click Funnels does a similar thing as well mm-hmm. that you've probably heard of. But what we're kind of leaning towards, and maybe this will help you to get some of your own creative juices flowing, is we're sort of leaning towards this coaching program with our own online courses. We're getting more into coaching because it gives us an opportunity to work more closely with our students, which we're really excited about. Uh, we feel like we can get better results for our students if we can work with them more closely. And so we're limiting the size of students that we take on like a bi-monthly basis. Mm -hmm. So that right there is built in scarcity to our offer and to our business model, which Mm -hmm. is, look, you can sign up, but we only have 20 spots. Mm -hmm. And if you miss this time, you're going to have to wait two months to sign Mm -hmm. up again. And that sense of urgency. Or it may not happen again, because if we get our first batch of students Uh and we just discover that that was just not our thing. Yeah, that maybe that's something that we're going to do once a year, then the scarcity that we have announced is it raises even more. We're not making any promises. Yeah. So scarcity is good for a lot of reasons. Really good idea to think about how can you make your services, what you offer seem scarce? And it is. It's all about perception. It's all about perceived value. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, but I think I think it's if you look at scarcity or to that uh, introducing that tactic of scarcity, into your into your marketing into your sales mm-hmm. um, strategy, then if you if you look at it from the point of view of like giving that extra push to your potential buyer to make a decision on the spot, yeah, to not procrastinate more what what they've been contemplating. You know, they mm-hmm. they sign up for all of your things. They they showed up. They they give you their time, and they just need that extra extra push to purchase the program, to to purchase whatever it is that they need to purchase. And once you enter your information and you click the purchase uh, button, then it's just like there's this wash of this wave of like, okay, I didn't. Uh I committed. I committed. I bought the thing that has been in the back of my (laughs) mind for six months or a year. Uh Now I'm ready to move on. So it's like giving people that extra push. Uh Yeah, and uh, before we move on to point number three, I think what's really cool about scarcity is it's not only good for that, but it's also a good way that you can raise your prices. Mm-hmm. And that's just that's just economics. You know, that's supply and demand. Mm-hmm. So if there's less supply, the demand's higher, which means you can raise the prices more. So how can you make more demand for what you sell? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on to number three, which is... Number three is social proof. Social proof. This works uh, every single time. It works when you're buying something at Amazon. But the first thing I do is to go to the reviews and rate. Like, are you are you remembering the guy that <laughs> was reading the reviews? About reading the, the reviews about the caskets. Oh, <laughs> shoot. We I should feel play like, that. can we play that clip in this? We can. Check out these Amazon reviews on these caskets. Yeah, you can buy caskets on it. You can buy anything on Amazon. 
No complaints from Grandpa. Talked to him on the Ouija board and he said he feels like royalty. Grandma escaped. Zero stars. Grandma fell out as we were burying her in the grave. She just crashed right through the bottom. Five stars. Would die and be buried in this again. Five out of five. Would die again. Allison wrote, good. Great to fill with pudding. Very paintable. <laughs> Look, so- whoever this man is, please, if, contact him. me. I need you in my life. Okay. So social proof is super important. If there are ways that you can bake into um, your products or, um, you know, your clients at the end of working with your clients or, you know, doing regularly, just make it a regular practice to gather testimonials from your clients, from your students, from yes. your customers. Build that We into have made the mistake process, of yeah. not doing that. And it's it's been it's been a little challenging from us to going hunt our old students and hey, yeah, you know so I think what happens, you really want to build it into the process of selling right when you sell them the thing mm-hmm. or right after you de- over deliver on your promise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have a really good offer that you're selling, right? And you've made them just have to buy it from you. Then once they buy it from you, like over deliver, like give them something and then give them something else. Mm -hmm. And then right at that moment when they're super happy with you because you've taken an extra step that most people would, Mm -hmm. then you ask them for a review and you, if that's something you can automate, that's even better. So it's Mm -hmm. automated. So they get this email that asks them for a review and then maybe, Hey, you know, it really helps. I'd really value your opinion. Um, and to get those reviews and it's because people trust the opinions of others Mm -hmm. more than they trust advertising. Yeah, definitely. Obviously. And so that's why social proof is so huge. Mm -hmm. And that's also, this gets into why the influencer economy exists, Mm -hmm. right? And why you see uh, UGC or user generated content is just on the rise and is exponentially growing as well. And and traditional advertising might be on its last leg. Mm -hmm. And it's for that very reason. It's because it's trust. Mm -hmm. And so really it's all about how you can make people trust that your product is really good. And it's a lot easier if if they can hear Joe talking about why it's good than you just promising them that your product is good. Then you just promising the moon and the sun. Uh And when you have those testimonials, then you can put them on your sales pages. You can put it on your social media. You can talk about and you can highlight uh, your customers, so other people know that you are delivering results and that you're good at your thing. Mm-hmm. And this is all something. All of these topics that we're covering are something that you build over time. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of times you have to take kind of a leap of faith, or you have to work pro bono. Uh, you know, if you're brand new to business, you can very easily take on a client pro bono. We did that. That's how we got started mm-hmm. um, because we needed somebody to help us learn what our process would be. Mm-hmm. And then also somebody that we could help become successful in her endeavors. And that way we had the social proof of her success. Mm-hmm. And so it was worth our time and effort, even though there wasn't any compensation. Mm-hmm. So you may have to th- think about ways of getting creative. How can you find social proof? Cause it's huge. Mm-hmm. It will actually sell your products for you. Yes. Hey, I'm interrupting the episode for a little announcement. You know you have to create content to attract more prospects online, but the whole thing seems daunting and too much to figure out on your own. Which social media platform should I choose? Should I start making videos for IG Reels, TikTok, or YouTube? What skills do I need to learn? What equipment do I need? Or maybe you're considering starting a podcast for your business. 
And if any of that's the case, we want to invite you to sign up for the waitlist for Smart and Simple Podcasting. It's our first coaching program where we, the Pod Sound School, will be teaching you how to create and launch a professional podcast from scratch. Content marketing, so your content is a lead generation machine for your business and different ways to maximize every time you record so you can create micro pieces of content that will go on different social media platforms. We'll be holding your hand through the whole process, meeting weekly with you, making sure that you're not getting left behind. We'll be teaching students and clients about podcast and video production and marketing for four years. Our approach to teaching is straightforward, innovative, and fun. So hurry up and go to podcastingsmart.com slash waitlist to sign up or find the link in the description of this episode. Stop working so hard on your content. Make your content work for you. Now back to the episode. So with that, why don't we move on to number four? Authority. Authority. So with authority, we're talking about building authority, Building right? authority, yeah. And with this, it's uh, people trust and follow the advice of mm-hmm. perceived experts. So, the, so you should, uh, as much as you can, to try to establish yourself as an authority in your niche, in the way that you do this, it's very easy. It also builds over time, but is by you regularly talking about a topic or a, or certain topics and showing up regularly on your channels, whether it's YouTube, whether uh-huh. it's social media, uh, whether it's podcasts. Yeah. And that's one hack you'll hear us talk about constantly is how starting a podcast can build your authority mm-hmm. almost instantly quicker than any other way. Mm -hmm. Because with podcasts, what's cool about them, at least right now, is we don't get to, there's no public display of their vanity metrics. Mm -hmm. So when somebody just has a really attractive podcast cover and a cool podcast title, Mm -hmm. and they've had a few guests on their show. And it sounds really good. And it sounds really good. It looks professional. You Mm -hmm. immediately, you can't help it. Uh, You just think that they are the authority in that Mm -hmm. thing. Otherwise, why would they have a podcast about it? Mm -hmm. And then you continue that kind of content creation over the course of a year, 18 months, two years, all of a sudden you have a lot of authority. Mm -hmm. So it's a long-term game and this really gets into content marketing. And I think that there's no better way to build authority, Mm -hmm. especially for any kind of online business owner, anybody trying to do their own thing or build their own empire or legacy for their kids. Like Mm -hmm. you got to get into content marketing. Yeah. Yeah. You you have to. Mm -hmm. And then another thing is to make sure that you're on top of things, that you are on top of events or major things that happen in your industry that you are also investing in in your training, that you're investing in learning new skills, oh, that you're yes, investing absolutely. in your education, attending uh, different events. Yes, and, and then you can also rub shoulders using a podcast. Rub shoulders. With you can also rub shoulders. I mean, really get in there. Uh, rub shoulders. You can rub shoulders. <laughs> For those of you who are just listening to this podcast, this is also a video podcast and Veronica is making fun of my horrible (laughs) shoulder rubbing. Uh, Rub shoulders with other industry experts and immediately there's the power of association. Well, he had so-and-so on his podcast. Mm -hmm. Let's move on though, because I really want to get through these. (laughs) We're going to move on now to number five. And this one I love a lot. Connection. Building a connection. Yes. This is the uh, the whole reason why we are... Making this podcast. Yeah. And it's the whole reason that this podcast is unscripted Mm -hmm. and that I do my weird shoulder moves. (laughs) (laughs) And that it's very important that you connect with your audience, which means Uh, being authentic, which means like show up as yourself, 
show up regularly mm -hmm. uh, as much as you can, interact with your audience, reply to comments, uh, go live. Yeah. Uh, a podcast is a great way for people to get to know you and get to know your personality because it's kind of a conversational, scripted, it's very intimate. You get to, you say what's on your mind. Yeah. There's not a lot of filters. There's not a lot of things that are uh, censored or yeah i mean depending on the podcast well, depending on the podcast obviously but your typical podcast isn't over isn't like a overly produced like npr show yeah it's usually people having discussions of having uh, discussions about things that they're experts in or in or interested in mm -hmm. helping their demographic or their target audience yeah and to tell you uh to share with you the difference between our different platforms so you can see how uh important would be to introduce a podcast into your marketing efforts, into your sales uh, strategy. For example, our YouTube videos are very to the point. Are Some of them are scripted mm -hmm. and they are very short and they're like planned uh, to deliver a certain outcome. Yeah, and they, and have, they have keywords in mind. All the bells mind. and whistles, they have music. They so have, there's not a lot of mm -hmm. room for us to show our personality and to let people see us the, the way we are. We try to be goofy and we try to, you know, uh, let our personality come through in our videos. But yeah. it's just, uh, the, the format it's, itself is not, it doesn't serve for that purpose. Also, our social media is the same as curated, mm -hmm. as, as things that we want people to to see on our social media. But here in our podcast, you can get us uh, real. You can yeah. get us like, uh, you know, making mistakes and uh, this, me struggling for words. <laughs> yeah. And this is something you could almost <laughs> laughing out loud when you're building a content cal calendar as part of your content marketing. Uh, a lot of people will use pillars to help to make sure that they're hitting on all of these things. And so all of these six psychological triggers could actually be kind of a pillar mm -hmm. if you wanted for your content calendar. And one of those, you could just call it relatable. Mm -hmm. So you're going to make once a week or twice a month or whatever, you make a piece of content that's relatable. This is where you show up and you don't even talk about your business. You talk about your favorite cereal, mm -hmm. right? Or you talk about... Some the thought, struggles with your kids. The struggles with your kids mm -hmm. or something. Um, a struggle that you think your people would relate to. Mm -hmm. So let's keep that. moving on. And this is number six. Consistency. consistency. Very important. Consistency is key for building all of these things, for building connection, mm -hmm. for uh, building authority, for... Um, I would say like also social proof. For everything. For everything. How is long very have important. they been at this? How long have you been... Uh, at your thing? How yeah. long have you been showing up every single week or every uh -huh. single month? Whatever consistency means for you. Yeah. And I would bake into consistency just sort of this overhanging idea of open-mindedness and a willingness to adapt and change and put your beliefs aside. Because I just, I just, mm -hmm. I just feel like you have to put that there. Because if you're being consistent, but you're staying consistently stuck where you're at because of your short-sightedness or mm -hmm. the, the, you know, things that you're closed off to, like you're unwilling, you're absolutely unwilling to get your face on the camera with your podcast. It mm -hmm. would be an example of, of not being very open-minded because mm -hmm. you might not like the way you look in front of a camera. This is just an example, but in, in actuality, that doesn't matter. And there's this whole group of people that are waiting for you to show up on camera that would love the way you look, mm -hmm. uh, despite how you feel about it, right? But because of your own, you know, insecurities or short-sightedness, you're staying consistently mm -hmm. stuck in this place of maybe not growing as fast. Mm -hmm. So there, you can stay consistent and still have an explosive exponential growth to your business, 
the more open-minded that you are. Yeah. And also consistency has to do with the goal that you set for yourself. Mm -hmm. We've been doing this long enough to tell you that sometimes uh, we don't feel like showing up. That sometimes we don't feel like making videos. That sometimes we don't feel like recording our podcast. Yes. But we let those feelings aside and we do what we committed to. Yeah. So it's com commitment and consistency. Those two go together. Commitment and consistency. And if you commit yep. it, then you show up no matter what. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you're going to have a, a, a smile on your face every time that you're <laughs> going to show up or that you're going to be sharp and on point. Like, for, for example, I'm struggling in this episode with my words coming out of my mouth. Uh-huh. I, <laughs> I don't know why. Um, there's been worse. These, I, I haven't thought you were struggling. Um, were yeah, there's, there's been like worse times. But uh -huh. even when I don't feel my best, I just let those feelings aside and I'm reminded of the commitment that I have made to show up on this platform to provide value for you, mm -hmm. to help you achieve your goals, to help you with what I know, to share with what I know, to share with what I know, to share with to you, to share what I know, <laughs> to share what I know with you, to share what I know with you. So as long as you commit, you will show up consistently. So commit. So in conclusion, we hope you found this episode really helpful. You can use these six psychological triggers to really take your cells up a notch. Mm -hmm. So remember to leverage the principles of reciprocity, scarcity, social proof, authority, connection, connection. and consistency. Mm -hmm. And then you can persuade your potential customers to choose you over your competitors. Always prioritize building a long-term relationship with your customers and use these triggers ethically and responsibly. Remember to follow us on social media at Pad Sound School on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can find the links in the description or the show notes for this episode. Yes, and until next time, jefe. Hasta la vista, jefe. <laughs> <laughs> she just found our new tagline. Hasta, Hasta la, la vista, vista jefe. jefe. I like it.